Hi, Miracles, and thank you for tuning in to the Miracles Podcast with me, your host, LaTanya Miori. This podcast is here to uplift and inspire you on your journey called life. This week's episode is all about love, and I'm sharing this week's episode with a special guest, Miss Cindy Taylor, who is a creator of arts within herself who just embarked on her acting debut in the new hit movie entitled 17 Days. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss this one. Hello, hello. Welcome, Miracles. I'm so excited about today's guest. She is a phenomenal woman, but I'm going to let her tell you all about herself miss cynthia taylor welcome Hi. (laughs) (laughs) so great to have you all today hello listeners hi everybody thank you all for having me yes and at the time that we will release this recording it will be valentine's day so happy valentine's to everyone listening (laughs) so cynthia what have you been up to? Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Cynthia. I am a new actress in the movie 17 Days, my very, very first film. Um, prior to acting in my stage name, I'm going by Cindy Taylor. Just a little bit of a twist. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanya, I went by Cindy Taylor as a realtor. Um, and so that name kind of sticks with me. So um just get a girl around the way you know from the small town um like so many people thank god for opportunities with school Mm -hmm. and you know just living my life i've been through some things i'm thankful for every opportunity i've had on my brand which is ct connects um and that's something that i enjoy because i get to help people um, kind of like yourself, Tony, you know, just helping to highlight uh, artistry and, you know, on my end, it's even small businesses and events and things like that. And so yeah. it's just a lot going on. I'm excited about everything. It's so much. I can't even say it in one one setting. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations. A movie is a big deal. So how did you get connected with 17 Days? Oh, well, um, a really, really quick story. Um, I work for an uh, empowerment music group, and I'm getting caught up because we have recently um, obtained a new wing to the company, which is in film. So mm-hmm. that part of us is all entertainment media group. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with the label, I am their promotions and marketing coordinator. And um, Terry D, who is the writer of the of the movie Seventeen Days, big shout out to Terry D Films, mm-hmm. um, Darrell Smith Studios, and he just reached out to the president of the label and said, "Hey, um, DJ Profluent, you know I met you some years ago. Can you help me with the soundtrack?" Mm-hmm. And so Profluent was like, "Sure, you know I'll help you out. No worries, you know." And it just kind of went from there. Me being my promo and marketing person, I actually ended up, um, you know, just kind of supporting, you know, what they had going on, mm-hmm. reposting stuff. Mm-hmm. And 
what ended up happening was, you know, they said, hey, you know, he saw what I had going on. He said, hey, I want you to know if you can, you know, help me actually promote the movie, um, you know, and be in it. And so I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll be mm. in it. You know, send me the script. He was like, okay, I need you to play this role. And I'm like, okay. Like, I'm 42. He's like, I need you to be a 19-year-old. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, no, <that's> right. <laughs> so, um, you know, and voila. And then, you know, come to find out, um, you know, we just had other connections and other ties. We knew each other. Our families know each other wow. um, for years. And so it just... It was just God. It just came together. Yeah. God is amazing. Like that. Like he'll just connect you with the right people at the right time. Right time. (laughs) So congratulations (laughs) on that. That's an awesome endeavor. Can you just give us a quick synopsis of the uh, movie and what it's about? Absolutely. I I would love to. So uh, 17 Days, the movie is a drama, it's a thriller, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a nail biter, oh, wow. um, it'll have you, you know, clenching your chest, holding your breath, mm-hmm. laughing. Um, <laughs> it's really a good story about a good girl who meets a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes as women in relationships, we I don't want to use the word desperate, but we mm-hmm. seem to be nurturers. So we're kind of a little bit more willing to compromise because mm-hmm. we feel like we may be able to fix it. Um, or even if there are things going on, we may just say, okay, well, we'll tolerate it. And it mm-hmm. just eventually gets worse. And that's what happens, you know, in this yeah. movie, it gets worse. Um, and it's about domestic violence. It's about, um, it hits it from all angles, from the angle of Brianna, who is the main character, um, her mother's perspective, her father's perspective, okay. you know, um, even the main character who is the antagonist of the movie, I'll say Damien, mm-hmm. who's played by Mark Scheist, um, even his daughter in the movie, Elise, it kind of hits the angle of how domestic abuse and domestic violence affects children, wow. you know, in those relationships. So mm. in a nutshell, that's what it is. We're standing, you know, Tanya, there's a lot of stuff going on in homes. Um, we're taught to smile and ignore it. And even mm-hmm. just like I said, tolerate the verbal abuse, tolerate the mental yeah. abuse. And none of it is good so we are taking a stand girl we are taking a stand yes and it's about time especially in the black community because you know growing up not i wouldn't just say with my family but i would say in general i really never heard discussions about domestic violence even though you know it was prevalent in the community and just talking about it and being vulnerable now, you know, I don't know if you know it, but I was in a um, domestic violence relationship oh. in my early 20s. And I know what it's like and how to be scared to leave and just just feeling like there's no hope. And, you know, I love like even back then, Dolly Parton, I heard about her issue. She oh. I don't know if you know, but she had a issue, a relationship with domestic violence and how she she just talked about how she came out of that relationship. And when I heard her story, I was in, you know, um, an abusive relationship. So it gave me like encouragement to, you know, just see the future because I felt stuck. It was horrible. So um, how do you, why do you think that women stay and, and feel stuck in these types of relationships and um, what resources do you think there 
are now to help women that are in these type of situations? You know, Tanya, that is such a great question. And, you know, we look at other people's situations and be like, well, why would she tolerate that? And I think that's kind of one of the problems that make us stay. Mm. We're embarrassed to say, hey, this person hurt my feelings because we're always supposed to be so strong. We're, you know, never supposed to let nobody get one up over on us. Mm. So, you know, for us to say, okay, well, this person treated me this way. This is how I handled it. And to have so many I guess, outside opinions coming Mm -hmm. in, you know, we kind of protect the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that has to do with identity, identity Mm -hmm. crisis. Um, On my, you know, YouTube, on my podcast, you know, I talk about identity crisis. We sit back and we kind of become who it is that our partner wants us to be or who we think they need as opposed to being our true selves Mm -hmm. um and the other day I mean I'm literally on the phone for you know domestic violence speaking with someone who works um with a nonprofit here and I'm literally at the stop sign and this guy just like pushes this girl out the car with her little baby a little Mm one-year-old at this intersection in her car seat in these coats like just yesterday and I was right behind them. It was so strange how it happened. And, mm-hmm. you know, so she was, you know, she didn't seem like she was combative or anything. Mm-hmm. You got to use wisdom, you know. Mm-hmm. And she asked, you know, could you please help me? You know, can you take me right here? Mm-hmm. You know, it was right there. And she had her little baby in the middle of the road. And I'm just standing there, like, talking to her. And I asked her, I said, well, why are you still with him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I mean, forgive me. No, but this is the message I want to give to anyone who is listening. Mm-hmm. It is a choice. Yeah. It is a choice. The person who is abusing you, the person who is manipulating you, the person who is playing you for boo boo the fool. Mm-hmm. It is your choice how much you will allow because people will only do to you what you allow. And yeah. guess what? They may not like it. That's where domestic violence comes in because they're trying to control what you allow. But where there's a will, there's a way. And yes, you have some people a lot of times with mental, you know, health issues that Mm. are mainly the people who are, you know, being these abusers. But, you know, I just feel like with enough voice, if all of us, Tanya, can stand together, then people like you, you know, people Mm. like myself, um, we can help, you know, help somebody else, some yeah. other young lady or young man get the strength to say, hey, I'm not alone. This is nothing that I should be embarrassed about. Yeah. You know, here's here's what I need to do. This is a group of people I can kind of reach out to because, you know, unfortunately, sometimes if you've never been through certain things, it's hard to help somebody else get through it. So, exactly. um, yeah. you know, I think that a lot of times we stay in relationships that aren't good for us because of identity you know, the young lady, she said that she just didn't want to be alone. She mm. said, I don't want to be alone. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> so I take it, you know. Mm. You are right. You know, they reminded me when you said it's a choice. When I did decide to leave, it was definitely a choice. I really had to just say, OK, this is my plan and this is what I'm going to do. And I did it and I never looked back. And it also reminds mm. me of like, um, I don't know if you saw the Tina Turner movie when they yes. when they got in the fight in the it's car. <laughs> <laughs> she made a choice that day in that car 
Yes, she did. She ran. I think she had like one shoe on, but she never looked back. That was her decision, and she ran with it. And, you know, she's doing well from what we can see. So, like you said, it is a choice. So, we just have to make that choice and use wisdom because there is a future for you. There is a future for anyone that's in um, these situations. It's not the end. You're not stuck. So thank you for sharing. You said to me, you know, what are some of the resources? Now, Mm -hmm. we know the national domestic violence hotline number. That's like um, 800-799-SAFE. S is in Sam, A is in Apple, F is in Frank, E is in Egg, which is 7233. So that's 1-800-799-SAFE. 7233. Mm-hmm. That is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Also, if someone maybe not have access to the phone, sometimes people try to hide phones and mm-hmm. you know things like that. And maybe they have some sort of Wi-Fi access. So that's when they can go to thehotline.org. Um, and you know, as you were so, you know, thank you for sharing your personal story because I understand how tough it can be to even revisit mm-hmm. um, those memories. So thank you for sharing yeah. that. Um, and I too can, um, I, I understand, you know, firsthand, mm-hmm. first off, and without getting into too much detail mm-hmm. about that choice, you know, when I spoke to the hospital, um, that's another resource that I didn't even think about, but the hospital, I ended up just going to the hospital. Mm. Um, and the lady, you know, the nurse, actually, I don't even know if she even realized what she was saying. And to any person that's listening to your platform, um, who maybe even in the medical profession or whatever your job is, please don't negate how God can use you to change somebody's Amen. life with one sentence. Yes. With one sentence, you can be the librarian, you can be the PNC ticket collector, like you can be the janitor at the school, you can Mm -hmm. be the person responsible for the cones downtown, Raleigh, like God will use you to change somebody's life their thought process mm-hmm. that is, and they'll take that one word and re- re- redevelop their entire life. And the nurse told me, you know, she said, I don't think you're saying you don't want to live because out of my situation, I had a suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lady said, I don't think you're saying you don't want to live. Mm-hmm. I think you're just saying you don't want to live with him. Yeah. and so that takes the conversation even to a deeper situation because like you said when you're in a domestic violent relationship you do feel stuck if you're a husband and a wife a lot of times our incomes we need each Mm -hmm. other you know you have children to think of you Mm -hmm. have bills you have food there's so many things and I mean unfortunately especially with this pandemic who has you know six months of income somewhere saved up for the most part you know that they can dip out if it gets too bad and so a lot of times you feel stuck and that's been depression or get even worse and even worse and then you just feel like there's no way out Mm -hmm. and so you know the lady she said it's not that you don't want to live everybody that's listening it's not that you don't want to live if you're suffering from depression and suicidal thoughts you just don't want to live in the circumstances that you're in today so don't make Mm -hmm. a permanent decision off of a temporary place wow you know and a nurse said that wow yes (laughs) can we give a shout out to all the nurses (laughs) 
and that was like 2012. That was 10 mm. years ago. And mm. I still can almost like hear her voice. I would love, don't let me get big. I'm going to find her. I may not even wait <laughs> to get big. I'm going to find her and say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That is so sweet. Empowering. Oh, thank you for sharing. Wow. Absolutely. So, since it is Valentine's, <laughs> I want to ask you, let's get on the lighter side. You know, what is love to you now since you've gone through so many experiences? What is love to you now? You know what? And you being my sister, <laughs> you probably already know yeah. where I'm about to go with this. Look, to the word. I'm ready. <laughs> You know, we that's how we were raised. Honey, and let me tell you, like you said, now that I've lived a little life, mm -hmm. you know, you hear things when we're kids and we were raised a certain way and we in church, we done learn how to catch the quickening and all of that, you know? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, though, like they say, that word, when it's planted, we may stray away, but we do not stay away. And that word does mm -hmm. not leave. And, you know, to me... You know, I think when you're younger, love is more visual. It's more materialistic. Um, it's more, you know, what can, it's more selfish, mm -hmm. if you will, you know. Um, as a child, mommy feeds me, daddy gets me clothes. You know, we have Christmas. What am I getting? The more I get, the happier I am. Mm -hmm. You know, well, as adults, we get less and have to give more. Right. <laughs> so that equation kind of starts shifting. And then you add, you know, a relationship into that equation. It can become complex. So in my opinion, love is the true definition of 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Mm -hmm. Then the NIV version says love is patient. Love mm -hmm. is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It's not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. It does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, yeah. always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And so I'm going to stop it there because... If any time that I had a really tough time, you know, after you've gone through any bad relationship or any bad pain, even if it's a mother-daughter relationship or father-son relationship, you have to learn how to love. And everybody's mm. love language is different. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the only thing that I can say that keeps me loving um, despite all of the pain and the times that you want to say, I ain't loving nobody, you know, forget all these people. Mm -hmm. You know, love is patient. So if I found myself to be a little bit more patient and less quick tempered or I'm not going to somebody, my husband or my boyfriend makes me mad instead of me coming back off and popping off at the mouth real quick, I'm going to take a few seconds and have a little bit more patience. Mm -hmm. Love is kind. Well, when I can be evil or mean or he does something that I said, OK, put the dishes there and you don't listen and then you drop the whole pan down. I'm going to take that moment to be kind. Like God shows us grace yeah. and mercy. OK, <laughs> I'll be kind, sweetie. I'll help you pick that up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Next time you're going to listen to me, though. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it doesn't dishonor others. One of the best advices that I received was in a relationship that I was in. They say when you're in public, you always make your counterpart look good. Mm. You don't get in front of other people. Yeah, well, she made us late. 
that's why we just now get here and you may be playing but it's still the I mean what if you raise that standard I will never say anything negative even in a joking way about my partner to anyone I'm only going to raise them up because then somebody might be trying to bait you and say something negative about your partner to get you to join the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. I had something like that happening to me. Yeah. This girl kept on asking me, this is when I was married. Yo, I bet you it's nice being married to him. I'm like, well, he better be nice as married to me. Shoot, what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Now, then I turned around this girl after my whole, you know, domestic violence separation. Now she's with the dude she was talking about, you know, so you know, and it's not even that she was, you know, I I told you how I just came back at her. But what if I was joining that bandwagon? Yeah, girl, because he don't do this Mm -hmm. and he don't do that. And a lot of times that's how people get caught up in cheating. They start talking to somebody else about what their partner isn't doing and they don't even understand people just taking notes so they can like i said earlier give you what they think you want as opposed to being who they are supposed to be right like eve did in the garden lending the ear to the wrong person lending the ear to the wrong person yeah yeah so when it comes to love we got to protect it Mm. You know, that's very valuable. Love is one of the most powerful emotions there is. I believe, you know, love is like faith. It can move mountains. Mm-hmm. Love can heal. Love can bring a yes. dead child back to life on his mother's body, on his on his mother's warm breast. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like love is powerful. So we have to protect those things that are precious. Yes. Oh, wow. You just said a mouthful. Y'all go back and rewind that part because that was deep. <laughs> that was deep, okay? <laughs> so when you were describing like um the scripture in Corinthians, all those attributes just remind me of God and like what he did for mm. us, everything that he is. He is the perfect embodiment of those descriptions because God is love. And I want to read um a commentary from 1 John 4. Uh, in eight, and it says, God is love. Love is from God. And John introduces the reader to the first uh, of five reasons why Christians love. So because God is the essence of love, the Gnostics believe that God was immaterial spirit and light, but never defined the source of love as coming from his inmost being. So as he is spirit in John four twenty four. Light in First John 1 and 5 and a consuming fire in Hebrews 12 and 29. So is he love. Love is inherent in all he is and does even in his judgment and wrath are perfectly harmonized with his love. <clears throat> he is love. Even when I look back over my life, like the things that I've thought was God punishing me. I can see now that that was his love. That was him being a father over me. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because you're talking about, you were just in John, right? Mm -hmm. First John. Which, now tell me, where were you at again? Tell me again. Um, First first John 4, well, 4, 7, and 8. So how about just today, I shared with someone, 1 John 4, 18. There is no love. There is no fear in love, but Mm. perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And 
I use that today. Um, I listen to a lot of other podcasters like yourself and motivational people. And big shout out to Ralph Smart, you guys. He is so dope. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. And let me tell you, Tanya, when you're, it's like, you know, it's like when you're talking to people who are like-minded, it's like you're charging each other mm-hmm. up. And I just believe that that third eye consciousness, that Holy Spirit that, mm-hmm. you know, we don't see, but we feel and we know is there begins mm-hmm. to really speak to us like those eyes that can see to see, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And there's a lot of fear going on. Mm-hmm. You know, is you got the people, okay, if you're a guy, I want to buy you some wine. No, okay, now I'm going to punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I send my child to school. Now I got to worry about a bomb threat. Mm-hmm. Or somebody opening up fire. Or I can't go to the movie theater. Or I can't go to a concert. Or now I have, you know, the pandemic stuff where I might lose my job. And, you know, and it's so much fear mm-hmm. everywhere we look. And it's volcanoes and tornadoes mm-hmm. and blizzards and I mean anything that you can almost imagine we have been able to visually experience it and see it happening if not to us directly to someone else Mm -hmm. and it has created such a fear across the board where it's like I think that we're walking in you know, a solid state of post-traumatic stress syndrome. I think the whole society is yeah. like, that's why everybody's spazzing out. Mm-hmm. And if you really think about it, it is the absence of love. Mm. And, you know, when you take God out of schools and you take prayer, you know, out of everything, trying to please everyone and not offend everybody. And, you know, when now I'm so afraid that you're going to say something to me. Now I have to be afraid when I'm walking around all the time. So now everybody has guns because I don't know, you might just try to, you know, it's so much fear and anxiety. And the Bible is telling us the opposite of that is love. So why when people are on the highway, if somebody cuts them off, y'all don't get all crazy. Just love on them. Yeah. Just smile away. Maybe it has nothing to do with you. It has not. It really doesn't. Their mama just might have died. You know what I'm saying? Just be like, Like, bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Yeah, bless them. You in Walmart, somebody want to jump in front of you in line. Guess what? Let them. That might be preventing you from having an accident. God's timing is perfect. Listen, Cynthia. We have to just learn to show more love and then we'll be able, all that other stuff, relationships, domestic violence, mental health, all of that stuff will start answering for itself if we hold on to that truth, which is love. And that love is who? We know who you just said. God. Yep. And it says, even in the Bible, I don't know the scripture right off, but it says, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. So you... And that's what you were just talking about. If we just share that love, a lot of people are missing, um, you know, that God, because Christians are not out here doing their part and sharing the love of Christ. And so guess we, what? You don't even have to be a Christian to show love. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, I oh, would yeah. say this. Real, the love that we're speaking of, absolutely, because you have to know God, yeah. love. to sh- You can't give something that you never got. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Unless the divine one teaches you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the divine one, then, you know, you, you just don't experience that degree of right. it. Yeah. But you do still know and experience love. Mm-hmm. And to be kind. You know, it doesn't matter what your religion is. We all know what morals are. You know, you don't steal. You don't kill. You don't lie. You don't sleep with somebody else's husband and wife. You know, that's just morals. Moral law. You know, and and it's like, 
just being kind is free. Why is it going to kill me to smile at somebody? Mm. Like, I, I hate, especially as, you know, sisters, I'm in the mall walking. And, you know, of course, we have on masks. Some people do, some people don't. And it's like this anxiety comes up on people and you can almost feel it. Like, it can be so strong on some people. You can feel they get so anxious to just simply pass by you. Mm-hmm. And usually... Like, I'll just say hi to break that elephant in the hallway. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, I'll just be like, hi, how are you? <laughs> and then guess what? They all say hi back and smile. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to have somebody, what you speaking to me for? I'm, right. I'm about to die tomorrow. Especially no, down here in the South. You know, down in the South, we're going to speak back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt anybody. It's not going to kill you. It can only add... I don't know if people understand, but if you smile, there are toxins that are released that mm-hmm. actually changes the chemicals in your body. Yeah. If you actually close your eyes and pretend and imagine that you are on a beach relaxing with the wind and your mai tai or whatever your whatever <laughs> you do, yes, you know, virgin, whatever you do, <laughs> listen, your body and your hormones and chemicals, they start to actually place you at that that state of rest. Mm. So if you are actually stressing out, if you are actually having an anxiety attack, if you are being, you know, abused or beat mm. down and you need a moment, go find a closet, find someplace, go in a car, lock the door and breathe and pretend that you are in the best place that you want to be in and let your mind and your body and your emotions take you there. Yeah. And once those chemicals begin to get back to factory settings, meaning how God made you, then you'll be able to see that light pathway, you know, that path will be lit up and you'll be able to walk. Yeah. And meditate on the scriptures that we mentioned today. Like um, First John, I mean, like the whole book of First John is talking about love, and um, is it First Corinthians thirteen? Yeah, First Corinthians thirteen, yeah. uh, four seven, I believe it was four seven four eight, because I kind of stopped it early. Yeah, so just meditate on those, y'all, and just think on the goodness of the Lord. And find no, you I'm a sorry. First Corinthians thirteen four eight. I got yeah. mixed up. I'm sorry. Yeah, 1 Corinthians uh, 13, 13, 4 through 8. 4 through 8, yeah. But we were on something with that one yarn. Oh, yeah, that was was beautiful. And I love that because I used to, I used to dwell on like, I used to think that God was not like for me. So that fear Mm. thing, I really had to, I did a whole episode last year just talking about how hard it was for me to realize God's love for me. And once oh. I did, you know, because I, I haven't had, I don't think anybody, if they're honest, have had like an easy life. But right. you know some of what I've been through, losing my best friend, losing mm. my mom, you know, just all, the, it's just, you know, but I still see the goodness, Girl, the goodness of the Tanya, Lord. let me tell you, I, especially, you know, you, you brought it up, you know, when the first thing happened with, you know, your best friend and... You know, we love that family and, mm-hmm. you know, she will forever live in our hearts. Yeah. Um, I was so worried about you because y'all were so close. Yeah. And that was like that core age where you're just starting to feel like you about to live. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to see you now, 
And then even after, you know, uh, Edith, you know, I look at you and your sister and I mean, y'all are really, you know, y'all, we're talking about love tonight. And I just have to say for anybody who's listened and maybe never met Tanya before, you are really the true epitome of love. You know, oh, um, you. I've seen you have so much patience when I'm like, you know, I was so happy when I was younger and able to be around you guys because, <laughs> you know, when I'm around in y'all household, you know, you had to learn certain things. There was etiquette being taught in that house. <laughs> <laughs> we had fun. <laughs> you know, and I just thank God for that. I thank mm. God for those seeds. And then I look at you today and I look at your sister and y'all are beautiful wives and mm. mothers and go-getters and it empowers me so thank you you know thank you for not giving up (laughs) oh likewise likewise you know i love you you know we used to i've always admired you you were the one that made the good grades in school i was like how does she do this lord (laughs) and they had a nerve to put me up in front of the church i'm so glad we didn't catch on fire jesus (laughs) just Well, we used to have some fun. We were we were raised, you know. Girl, we were saved. Okay. <gasps> we were saved, saved, y'all. We were not out here. You know, we made mistakes, but. Yeah. Listen. We was child. That was real. That was real. <laughs> I, we was at church on Sunday, and we were just talking about Mother Johnson. Ooh, y'all get real. Yes. Get real, church. <laughs> uh, we had real mothers, like, that would come and yes. get us straight, get us. So, listen, if somebody has something to say to me today, I'm like, yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, I don't get offended. <laughs> yes. And do you know I'm still meeting grandchildren and great-grandchildren of some of the mothers that mm. we're talking about today? Oh, wow. You are? Oh. I am. And it's the weirdest thing because I'll meet them in, like, the most unexpected you know, places and situations. Yeah. And I'm like, are you serious? And I'm like seeing how God is just setting the thing up. And it's like, he's just showing me like, you know, cause at, at some point, you know, these grandmothers and great grandmothers were like today taking their grandkids to church, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So that uh, for a lot of them, Tanya, that was the only word they got. Do you know how blessed we were? Yes. Yeah. I think about it quite often. I'm so grateful. Yeah. I always tell people, and I think people can see it on our lives too. Like there's something different. <laughs> it is. It is. And I used to be ashamed of it because it is different mm-hmm. and you're not taught in this society to really, you know, embrace difference. Mm-hmm. Everybody's supposed to kind of be the same. <laughs> and so, um, but the older I've got, and the more comfortable that I become with myself and accepted myself, I had mm-hmm. to learn to accept even the things I didn't like. I mean, down to, I mean, when I was a kid, and this is and this is how small I had to learn to accept myself. I hated my feet. Wow. I used to hate the way my feet looked. I used to hide my toes. I mean, because I was a skinny little thing, you know, and mm-hmm. I just hated my feet. I had to learn how to accept and actually start loving Mm. myself yeah. even my feet now you can't tell me what you know what I'm saying? it's no, like no, i have to right. love we have to love ourselves because now because god said what he made was good right yeah. so somebody got a problem with me i'm not perfect neither are they yeah. so that's a problem that they got with god not with me if they don't like me i love it that's oh wow <laughs> that's a problem so now i can god. be confident because 
I'm going to be loving and I'm going to be right, but I'm going to stand for truth. And if you don't like me, then you take that up with the one that made me. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Wow. This has been awesome. I don't even want to end. <laughs> it's nice. I am thankful. I love it. I love the vibe, the energy. Like, I was so excited. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm excited. Please hurry up. Because <laughs> I couldn't get my Wi-Fi, so I started freaking out a little bit. But oh, no, I should have known that it was going to be this good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what can what can we expect from you in the future? Wow, Carol, that is, I, you know what? I don't even want to put a cap I on know, it. Right? I can't say. That's what I say. <laughs> Look, when people ask me that, I'm like, it's up to God. I oh know what I would gosh. like, but. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I've gotten a taste of the big screen now, so I cannot say that I'm not excited um, to continue to pursue that. So yeah. I have. Um, accepted a couple of other um, opportunities to Yay. be in one miniseries um, and then another film. Oh, um, oh. And I've signed NDA, so I can't really get into yeah. you know detail, but um, I am really excited. Oh, um, yeah. You know, this last movie I was in, 17 Days, um, working on the soundtrack, like I mentioned, we had Drummer Boy, who's a Grammy Award producer, oh. um, Rock Wilder's Hope, you know, working with the guys with the team, um, the president of my label, DJ Profluent, um, okay. who's on Choice FM out here. And listen, for all of you new artists, um, if you're unsigned, you know, they have something called, what is it called, y'all? I just went blank. Um, on Sundays, they do a thing where they, they air like new music. So oh, you okay. simply would just send in your new music to like, I love choice FM mm -hmm. and it's on um, Sundays. It's called home jams. Thank you Lord, for bringing it back to me. Oh, it's okay. called home jams. So you submit your music and what they do is like we're doing, they have a podcast, so they'll play your song and then they talk about it Oh, okay. <laughs> and then they talk about it. So for any artist, go to, I love choice FM, um, DJ pro fluent, who's the president of my label, who's working with, you know, these this team of big guys, you know, who mm -hmm. are really super cool to work with. We have um, Dope Soundtrack, 17 Days. We have one of T.I.'s artists, Five Mike, um, mm -hmm. a gentleman who signed Terrell Carter under Rock Nation. Um, we have Nakia Marie. I was just speaking oh, with her, her on my show. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and Nakia is up for a Grammy. What? So, right. yes, y'all definitely. Look, Tanya, she's a sweetheart. You can sing. She can sing. Oh, like, I would love to put an event out here together and just have a good time with y'all. But, yeah. you know, as far as the movies and stuff go, I'm just promoting marketing. If you're a business and you would like to have some promo, I can put you know, if you got works that you want to promote, it depends on your budget, of course. I can mm -hmm. get you all the way up to billboards in L.A. Or we can get you, you know, uh, say cheese on Instagram. Or we can get you, you know, some interviews with some artists, you know, who are signed. So it yeah. just depends where we can do something smaller with Spotify playlists. So there's just a smorgasbord of things that I help people with. Um, so on the music side, that's that. But on the brand side, that's that as well. Um, if you are an artist, April um, April 16th on Saturday in Kinston at the Lenore County Fairgrounds, mm -hmm. they have a I Love New Music, um, New Indie Music Festival. So 
thousands of people are there. Tony, I was there last year. It was like mm-hmm. people from everywhere, from D.C., from Georgia. Wow. I mean, just artists, people networking and people kept in contact with each other. I've seen people come together and put works together. They have a media room. They have A&R from like the big labels wow. out there. It's It's a really dope event. Um, and there's, it's just so much that I am doing. So all I can say, y'all, is just keep up with me. Yes, <laughs> just awesome. keep up with me because I have a hard time keeping up with myself too. So <laughs> God's got you, Gab. So <laughs> oh, thank you, <laughs> So where can our listeners find you on social media? On Facebook, my name is Cynthia Taylor. And in parentheses, it's Cindy. Like I was saying my name on the screen, Cindy mm-hmm. Taylor. On Instagram, I am, uh, my my handle is, I am Cynthia Taylor. And on YouTube, I have a page, CT Connects. C is in cat, T is in Tom, C is in Cynthia, T is in Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> and um, find me, y'all. Please connect with me. Um, you know, I want to make sure that I push what you're pushing, Tanya. I want to stay connected. I want us to help build each other yeah. up and, you know, just help our lights to shine. We've been through too much to hide oh, yeah. our light under the table, you <laughs> exactly. know? Oh, well, this has been wonderful. I love you. Thank you so much for coming on. I know this will be a blessing to so many people. It blessed me. Thank you for having me. Yes. So, listeners, so miracles, that's all we have for you. Please reach out to Cynthia. She is a wonderful individual. And as you can see, she's a sweetheart. So, as always, thank you for tuning in. Shine your light and share your story. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for sticking around until the end. If you enjoyed this week's episode, share it with a friend. (laughs) And if you are enjoying the Miracles podcast, please rate and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach other people. And as always, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Latanya Miori. And as always, stay in the light and share your story. Until next time, friends. Bye-bye.